0: the twist for ice cream come on dance reaction you can't take two shakes the blue jeans but it's sway welcome to Zuka luka podcast now here's your host luka and
1: hello welcome to the first ever Bazooka Luca podcast, a podcast for the people, by a person, I am that person, Luca Andy, your host for the audio companion to the blog, which resides at bazookaluka.com Now, I've been talking about making a podcast for like a year, so I can't express how good it feels to finally get this thing out. And I say that as in, finally, he'll stop talking about it. Just do it already. How hard can it be? Well, we're about to find out, you imaginary crotchety person. On this episode, I'll be talking to my friend and zombie enthusiast Kyle Mayer about the premiere of The Walking Dead. We'll be conversing late at night after many, many drinks as to ensure some entertaining results. We'll see how that goes. Speaking of entertaining results, later on, I will try to rebrand the art of music criticism in a segment called Stunt Critique. You can try and decipher why the word stunt is in there, and uh, we'll, we'll see if you're correct later on in the podcast. Let me tell you a little bit about this format. It's uh, meant to be an extension of the blog, so we'll cover a lot of the same topics, which if you read the blog, you'll know that it's nearly anything I can think of. Hopefully, you know, we'll be able to replicate the tone of the blog on the podcast. Since I do mostly cover music, I'll play some snippets of songs in between the segments. All the songs are recent releases or reissues, whatever the case may be. It is uh, my hope that it'll expose you to something you might not have heard otherwise. I do promote better living through better music. So uh, let's get this thing going. Right after this uh, Deer Hunter song called Memory Boy, Kyle and I will uh, tackle The Walking Dead. Let's go. It's not a house anymore It's not a house anymore uh 4 o'clock in the morning. Really? Yes. Okay. It's very late. Friday night, Saturday morning, if you prefer. Do you prefer that?
0: I actually, it's Friday night.
1: Okay. Friday night, 4 yeah. o'clock in the morning. We just watched the premiere episode of The Walking Dead on, a, on AMC. Uh, although we watched it on demand, but whatever. <laughs> but it's, it's it's not a time to be picky. So, Kyle, I haven't. We haven't talked about this at all. We just finished watching it. We have not. Although I was talking throughout the throughout. Entire... Yes, you did talk throughout <laughs> the whole thing. And, and you had already seen it. I knew. So and, I was. And for full disclosure, we've had a couple of drinks.
0: We have not. I have it's, not had anything.
1: To you've had a couple of drinks.
0: That's to ward off zombies. It's a special tonic. Okay. So uh, let's talk about it. The well, Walking I Dead. Say, the premiere I was... episode. I mean, I, was, I read a couple of the comics. I think there are like 80 or 90. I think I read two. Yes. So I definitely wasn't a fan, but I sort of knew the general story. Yes. Um, and I'm happy that it stuck with it, but I got to say, I'm disappointed, uh, as I expressed during our watching of it, that it wasn't really realistic. It kind of sells itself as a realistic portrayal. I mean, the comic book, too. It's sort of a modern-day, realistic portrayal of what would happen if there were zombies. Okay. And I, I, I have problems. I was disappointed.
1: Really? Because I, mean, I, I I was kind of ecstatic about about you know I I, I watched it. it. this is this was tonight was my third time watching the <laughs> premiere episode. I Maybe I have had some
0: time to cope.
1: Yeah. I I the first time I watched it I was fucking blown away because I thought it was a, a great 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 show. So I'm I'm curious to why.
0: Well, I'm not, I mean, so far in the plot is still where the, where we were in the comics. So I wasn't going to be blown away because I had yep. seen it before. But, I, I mean, every zombie movie pretends there has never been zombie movies. Yes. So when you see a corpse walking, people take a minute, what's happening? What is this? They try and talk to the person. And I sort of forgive that even though it's annoying because if in reality there were zombies, we would think first off... This could be a zombie. Yeah, yeah. It could it, it, it kill a person cuz they might be pretending or whatever. Right, but we would right, think right. A zombie right away. Yes. And this made that mistake too, but also it took a little far fu- it took a little further. He actually killed zombies and still was unsure about his situation. Yeah. He he come I, mean, I don't want to ruin anything. The first little bit, he comes out of his hospital room and the hospital is clearly there's papers on the floor, there's spray paint. People have written things about the dead on the wall. <laughs> And he still seems kind of okay with the situation. He doesn't arm himself. He doesn't look afraid. He does seem frightened. He doesn't peer around corners suspiciously. He's just walking around, confused.
1: Yeah, yeah. Although he did just wake
0: from a coma, which we don't know how long, but maybe at at least a month, a couple months. A while. So I'll give him the hospital. And then he, he goes home. He sleeps. He kills zombies. And then still, what's happening? I don't know what this is. What do you mean the dead are walking? What do you mean, what do I mean? You just killed one. That's what I mean. <laughs> Although he
1: did, I mean, I think I think he held it together pretty well. I mean, he, he had one night, one night where so well. he finds the other people and they kind of catch him up on what's going on a little bit, even though they don't really go into full detail. They
0: don't. And his first question, like, okay, he's around people now and it's weird, so I'll give him that day. But he goes to sleep, he wakes up, and his very first thing isn't, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I, there's zombies outside. There's corpses. No one was in the hospital. Well, maybe that's just part of his character. It's just I like, mean, oh, his, he's, sure, he's let's have guy, breakfast together. Because they do set up
1: the fact that he's kind of like, he he's a guy who doesn't talk much because his wife kind of complains about it. That's true. He's kind of... You know, so he it is it is maybe part of his character that he's. I mean, that's true, he but again, he doesn't maybe ask a lot of questions. He kind of accepts.
0: But again, the put yourself he's dropped in. in reality. There's never been a zombie movie. Not only do you wake up in a weird hospital, but you have literally killed corpses. I don't care how emotionally unavailable you are. You have questions. Sure, sure, sure. Excuse me, sir. Why are there corpses? Yeah, I mean, it would come up. So they like. What's the, what's the word? They like um, overcompensate for it's trying to be like there were never zombie movies. So right. where things where people would react in strange ways, like abandoned hospitals or yes. torsos, you know, moaning at you, people would react in a certain way in reality. Yeah. Zombie movies are not, that would be freaky. Yes. Oh, and he oh, just yeah, kind the, of is like, oh, he, well, he this se- is weird. He did seem frightened. I guess I'll frightened. keep on going. He did seem frightened. Not frightened <laughs> enough. You come across a torso <laughs> in the park, you appear more frightened.:
1: Yeah, I mean, I, no I, could, see, I could see reality how in.
0: I would react more frightened, or maybe maybe you. But and again, like we know about zombies, we've seen the movies, but it doesn't matter.: But let torso. Let's, you know
1: this is a comic book that is yeah. based upon
0: And I, I don't um, remember, but I bet in the comic book when he happened upon a torso. He didn't just go. Oh, well, that's weird. Well, that's not what happened in the show. Torso. <laughs> I guess I'll just keep walking. <laughs> he looked surprised for just a second.
1: It, he was, he was, he was frightened on screen. I mean, you could you could clearly see he was frightened. He <sighs> he backed up. He did the little thing where certainly you, almost as yeah. frightened
0: as if there were, say, a stray dog that didn't <laughs> seem very friendly. He looked about that frightened. Well, and I, I would think, holy shit, what is happening? There's torsos. Yeah. Well, I'm no. saying. I, I mean, it was great. Okay, okay, okay. But I was a little. Well, let's let's disappointed. Mo- let's
1: move away from 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 how real it seemed. Where, aren't you just ecstatic that there's a show about zombies on television?
0: I am, and it seems like it's going to go on for a while. Right. And it's done And well. it was
1: very successful. The premiere was the the most highly rated premiere on, on of AMC's history. I didn't know that. That's pretty big. It was 5.4 million people or something like that watched it.
0: Well, it doesn't seem like very much when you say it like well, that. Well, it,
1: it is very it much. It was a lot Trust of me. people. Trust me. It's very... <laughs> it's a lot of people.
0: I mean, it was... For what it was, like, uh, okay, I, I have problems. But it was done very well. You know, it was it was directed yeah, very well. Yeah, it yeah. looked really nice. It had that little... The director, um, he
1: directed the, the Shawshank Redemption.
0: No, really? Yes. Everybody loves the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, of course. That sheriff better get busy living, get busy living uh, or get busy dying. And from the looks of how exactly. he's reacting to things, he's not going to live.
1: Well, okay. Well, let's go into that. What, what, what are you looking forward to this, this season from The Walking Dead?
0: Well, I mean first of all, yeah, I am really excited that there's a seems like it's gonna be going on for a while. Yeah. A zombie show, it's not like a miniseries for Halloween or something. Right. Um and it's it's done seriously, and that's good. It's gonna be a drama. It's not some silly thing. Like you know, things like um Breaking Bad, I never would have assumed would have become would have become huge, you know, a guy about show about a guy on drugs. Right, right. Well or, selling Meth, yes. Or yeah, involved in yeah, yeah. in meth. Or even like Lost or some of the weirder things that have become really popular. Like, I'm happy that they're using that for zombies now. That's wonderful. Yes. Very um, awesome. But I th- I hoped a little more realism. So what am I hoping for? First of all, you need a group of people. Yes. You need them to have internal problems. So right. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. This guy doesn't like that guy. This person's untrustworthy. Right. That's going to be fun. There's kids around. So there could be weird scenes of kids trying to cope. Yes. With what's going on. Although I bet the kids would have just shot that torso. <laughs> But you know that's going to be that's going to be interesting. That's an
1: interesting thing like um being a child through the the the, the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Cuz
0: that would become uh normal to you at some point. Wouldn't you think? Yeah, and I of course I don't have kids, but I hear kids get used to things. Yeah. Easily kids will cope with things. Right. Cuz they're just kind of learning about everything at the same time. So if one thing is weird, they might not.
1: Yeah, and especially if if that happened at, at an early stage when they just started uh, realizing what reality is, you know? Kinda, yeah, and you, they probably... Go through that age Like where, the kids
0: in this probably weeks ago were playing video games and they're shooting people in the head. Perhaps, and, yeah. You know, it's clearly much more scary for zombies, but also kind of not real. Yeah. Exactly, so they'd be probably coping with it a little bit better over time. Right. But we'll see. I bet okay. the kids are fun. Yeah, that first kid—he looked like a badass. He had the bat all ready to go. Yeah, I—I I really like the the,
1: the 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 characters he runs into first. Um, yeah, when he wakes up from the coma. Um, but
0: again, you would have more questions for those people. <laughs> yeah, definitely. In reality, so no, no. I would be like, w-
1: why don't we turn a television on right now? What what's going on on television right now? <laughs> yeah, I woke up in Is a hospital. Off, there's no for, one there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: what do you? Who are you? What are you doing here?
1: Yeah. I would definitely have a lot of questions. But they didn't show that whole night, so maybe he did have those questions. We just but in didn't the morning, he
0: said, hey, this is so-and-so's house. Yeah, yeah. Like, he had a whole field of questions he could have asked at that point. If And if I like knew how, like how
1: when he came out of the house in the morning, he still had the question of, now, this person is dead, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like, I'm not going to commit a crime here. Exactly, which
0: you would be worried about. But after you had seen a torso crawling, you would no longer ask that question, I don't think. Yeah. I mean...
1: Perhaps. It would no longer be a concern. No, yeah, definitely after you see that first scene, which, you know, I don't want to s- spoil anything, I guess. But, you know, it, who gives a shit at this point?
0: I did mention there was a torso.
1: Yeah, there was a torso. He, The first <laughs> living dead person he comes up upon, I guess, really, after the hospital, is uh, a person who's been cut in half somehow. Yeah,
0: which, what a better way to demonstrate to you. They don't exactly. have a wound. They're yeah, not yeah, mentally yeah. ill. This
1: is clearly not a person who could survive this kind of injury Yeah, if they were living and normal.
0: So again, I don't know. His reactions were weird. Yeah. I, 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 I want to I see guess. it realistic. I want to see him I, notice the torso, be sort of confused for a second, and then instantly understand the rest of the show. Yeah, yeah. Anything that happens, there's no questions.
1: Are we perhaps biased because we have been... Fans of the zombie genre. For, I mean, yeah, for a long of course.
0: Because, again, if we saw a zombie, uh, you know, if it were real and if we actually would see one, of course, we would react much yeah. differently. But even if we saw a person pretend, right. we would react differently than his nonchalant torso interaction. I, I don't, I, I don't want to sell it as, relatively, as nonchalant. Relatively nonchalant. Because it, he did react. Well, certainly, but. Uh, Again, if we had never seen a zombie, if we weren't fans, there's a damn torso. But I think our
1: expectations. That would blow your mind. We have, we have, we're almost like like a lot of, like a big part of our life has been preparing (laughs) for the zombie apocalypse. I mean, yeah, of course. Subconsciously, maybe. Not even subconsciously, but like almost in a fantasy kind of way. Well, sure. I mean, we're not
0: literally planning for it. We've almost
1: hoped for a zombie apocalypse. There have been times
0: when I definitely have literally hoped. Yeah. So yeah, of course I I would hope that I would react very differently. But yeah. even a regular person, if it never happened, torso on the ground, it it changes your whole reality. It's yeah. not just like oh, that's surprising. But do you, do you accept it right away? Maybe not, but you don't then ask because it, there it are seems it seems
1: <laughs> like he he kind of questions whether he is dreaming. He does, or... and
0: I I bet I would do that too if you know if I were there. But I would. Right. I would steer clear of the torso. Yeah, definitely. And of everybody else. <laughs> I would not be making noise. He makes a lot of noise. Yeah, well, you know. But he seems to get his shit together pretty quick. Kind of. Even that next morning when they come out of the house, he like slams that door open. In yeah. reality, even without zombie movies. And even
1: when they get to his whole house, is- I-, I notice how they all come in. And they leave the door open behind them. Yeah. And the kid is like the closest one to the door, which is your weakest link by that <laughs> by that point. I mean, the little kid is the the weakest link. Yeah. And he there's a there's a wide open door right behind him. I mean, that's
0: that just asking for it. At that I mean, point. yeah, stuff like that. It, it, it's realistically portrayed to a point. Yeah. But people's reactions would be at very that different. point.
1: I would be like a squirrel. Like, you know exactly. how you see squirrels, how they're always checking their the back. Time. Like, they're fucking paranoid. They look like they just have ulcers. Yeah. They're, they're just stressed out all the time. That's how I would Every be. Direction.
0: You can't see me, but I'm doing yeah, a little and squirrel that, impression. I think that's
1: what we would revert to yeah. in that state because we are, that's all about
0: survival. Me too. I mean, primates are prey animals. We would be afraid. And yeah, yes. it's, not, it's not as interesting to watch on TV. Like, you've got to yeah. cut past some of that. I don't know, I would just like to see a show where someone reacted as a regular person would react. Zombie fan or not, you know, person right. who had planned every aspect of the apocalypse or not. I would like to see a thing where they reacted normally. Right. Um, there is going to be a lot of, I feel like, because there's a group and they already maybe have some problems. Like, there's definitely some problems that yeah. can arise. Like, there's going to be a lot of interpersonal drama. There's going to be a lot of emotional stuff that I think people wouldn't who wouldn't normally go for zombie movies will go for... Yeah. For this. You know, you'll see some people coping. See some relationship stuff. We already mentioned there's kids, like right, you know, there's right. gonna be some some of that as well. It's right. gonna be good as long as they don't just make a lot of noise, <laughs> go into dark alleys for no reason, right, or call out to strange sounds, Oh Steve, Steve, is that you? <laughs> I don't wanna see that one time. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I don't wanna see they that. They should either. know better by now. But uh um, yeah, overall I will say I was very impressed with the premiere. And, uh, it's, it's probably the show I've been looking forward to the most this year. And, uh,
0: so far I am, I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm going to be happy with it. I'm just, uh, I mean, I'm complaining, but I'm going to be happy maybe episode two or three when everybody is on the same page.
1: Right, right, right. Don't well, you know, noise. there's always yes, some... Yes,
0: corpses and let's move on.
1: This, this was a good setup, I see, I, I think for the story and, and, and I hope it develops nicely.
0: Yeah, I think it will. I mean, there's, there's a lot of... Opportunity for I mean already we we have seen a you know a street full of zombies yeah like there's going to be more people there's going to be more crowds of, of right. danger like, and it was nice
1: seeing downtown Atlanta oh yeah that was cool that's I think that's also another aspect of the show that I really like a lot is the fact that it takes place here in the town where we live yeah and um, I had
0: a sandwich at uh, a sandwich <laughs> shop in the background <laughs>
1: right right so it it, it it you know it's another aspect of a familiarity that that we can
0: relate to. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm just I'm looking forward to them, you know, getting on the same page. Yeah. And I do predict that the kids will get there first. <laughs> that's my that's my zombie, uh, that's my okay. Walking Dead prediction. All right.
1: Well, we'll we'll try to hold you to that. All right. Well, Kyle, um, thanks for coming on. You're my first guest, by the way.
0: Uh, well, it's always a pleasure every time. Yeah.
1: Did I even introduce you? I don't know if I did. Uh, I know you can now. But it, this is Kyle Mayer. Hello. And uh, we've been talking about The talk with Walking Dead. Thanks, uh, thanks for coming, Kyle. Of course. Superchunk, uh, Rosemary, off the excellent Majesty Shredding. Uh, go out and get that album. Or uh, or stay in and get it online. Your choice. Who am I to tell you where to buy your music? I'm not the Gestapo. Not yet, anyway. Um, look, I know it sounded like Kyle hated The Walking Dead, but that's just how he expresses his love, really um by savagely critiquing banal minutiae of uh what is undoubtedly a great television show Kyle's uh, Kyle's funny like that that's why i had him on um and i and i don't want to understate the fact that we recorded that segment under the influence of several and i mean several whiskeys at 4am uh, no less Probably not the best conditions for uh, for thorough and, uh, and and fair analysis. Uh, I know I certainly sounded uh, a bit off, maybe too assertive, but that's how uh, that's how Bazooka Luca rolls. I'm not afraid to appear vulnerable in front of you, warts and all. Um, uh, by by the way, what a what a disgusting saying that is. Ugh. Warts and all, I, I I I cannot get behind that. And in fact, I will promise to you right now that I will never use that again on the podcast, as long as I live, or 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 as long as I can keep this podcast going. You know, whichever ends sooner, which I suspect will be the, the podcast, because I'm not planning to still record this after I'm dead. Anyway, um, I'm rambling now. Uh, we'll tackle more bad situational criticism uh, after the break Stunt Critique coming your way right after this Miracle readiness Hope fall slowly Out of the sky All you people wandering by Make sure you don't get one in the eye There's a new world forming Uh, badly Drawn Boy, the song Too Many Miracles, the album It's What I'm Thinking, part one, photographing snowflakes. Speaking of music, let's talk music criticism. Art commenting on art. Often, it's reduced to a form of uh, literary masturbation. Like any medium, there's a few great critics, and then there's a whole lot of shitty ones. Um, Like me, uh, I'm sure you find yourself having to wade through tides of shit to to, to get to shore. Uh, Most of it has become uh, drab filler. So um so that brings us to the next segment, stunt critique. My attempt to turn the art of music critique into more of a sport. Not a not a a competition per se, but but a display of, of human exceptionalism. Is that a word? Exceptionalism? I I think I think Obama used it or, or I don't yeah, sure, it's a word, why not? Um, this is basically me taking a joke too far. What if I attempted to critique an album after just one listen? And that listening session took place while jogging? And what if I then attempted to review it while continuing to jog? I'd be out of breath, sweaty, confused, lacking oxygen flow to the brain. It sounds ridiculous. And, and that's the point. So I did it. Took an album I had not heard yet. Interpol self-titled fourth LP. And I ran with it. Quite literally. Um, this This is what happened. I just finished listening to Interpol's fourth full-length album, self-titled album. I uh, hit play right when I left my house. The album was about, oh, like 44 minutes, something like that. I ran a distance of 4.7 miles so far. I am recording this on my iPhone. Huh. Huh. All right. Uh, first of all, I want to say that Interpol—it's not great music to run to. I mean, I know they're they. They haven't set out to be like fucking jock jams or anything. But, that is worth saying. Uh, I thought the album dragged a little bit. Uh, I can't really say that there was a song on it that made me want to run harder. Uh, it's a very, uh, mid-tempo kind of record. (sighs) Alright, I gotta slow down a little bit. Otherwise, I can't fucking talk. (sighs) The album starts out pretty slow, like I've said. It just kind of keeps going that way. the best song in the first half of the album is the the fourth track, Lights, which may be their first single, I'm not sure. Any research on this, in fact, it's been a long time since I've listened to Interpol altogether uh, i I will go on record to say that i uh I enjoy their first two records uh turn on the bright lights, their debut, and antics their sophomore release. Didn't really like their third one, which I can't even remember the name of right now. I mean, I can't even think straight right now. Uh, couple of things that I can still remember uh, track number six, uh, I think it was called like. Always malaise. Uh I liked that track even though towards the end Paul Banks kind of sounds like Lane Staley from Allison Chains which was weird because I've never thought that he he sounded like him but with the layered vocals it definitely had a Lane Staley effect. This is a a really bad idea. I can't even formulate a sentence right now. Anyway, uh, the other thing that stuck with me is, uh, I guess it was track number nine, the next to last track on the record. I thought it was kind of the best one. Uh, It's called All of the Ways. Uh it almost had a a Pink Floyd kinda of vibe. Uh, so, uh Paul Banks kinda of sounded like Roger Waters a little bit. And there was this I don't know if it was like a a guitar or or a synth. This line that kept coming back and back. It reminded me uh Pink Floyd a little bit. Ugh, Jesus Christ, this hill's fucking killing me. Ah. Does he make you smile?
0: Does he fully embrace the way?
1: Does he lead
0: you to the fight? That you
1: like? Who is this guy? between I gotta say, overall, the album is kind of kind of boring. I gotta say. I mean, where all those great bass lines from the first record, where all the great guitar riffs and and melodies from uh, Antics, they're they're kind of nowhere to be found. And I know Carlos D, their bass player, quit. But I think he he quit right after making this record. So there's really no excuse not to have good bass lines. Uh, yeah. uh overall I think it's it's one of those records that they kind of forced out of themselves. You know. Seems like all the songs are built around one idea. And, uh, not really, uh, well thought out of. Is that even English that i speaking anymore? I don't know. Oh, also, I might have been hallucinating by this point, but I think on the last song, uh, Paul Banks sings in Spanish? Did I hear that correctly? Or... Was I hallucinating by that point? I don't know. Either way, I can't say I really recommend this record to anybody who isn't an Interpol fan to begin with. Uh, And I'm sure even the fans are probably kind of disappointed in it. Uh, Because it wasn't that interesting of an album. Uh, Alright. Alright. Okay, I don't think I can say anything else, like physically, I can't speak anymore. So, that's it. This was a stunt critique for Interpol. Interpol, goodbye. We got damned. I wasn't hallucinating after all. Yeah, he, uh, he did sing in Spanish. Good to know I can still uh, distinguish between romance languages while fatigued. That skill might come in handy someday. Another uh, non-marketable skill to throw in the pile. The failure pile. Anyway, I I hope you enjoyed how ridiculous that last segment was. I sure did. Let's see how uh, verbose those fat asses at Pitchfork are after a four and a half mile run. I'm sorry. I I, I really don't know if the Pitchfork people are fat. But that's how I like to imagine them. It makes it easier to be snarky. And it's funnier. A bunch of fat, pretentious people. Uh, why, why do you think the, the the comic book guy is so funny on The Simpsons? Yeah, exactly. By the way, your bit of uh, trivia for this episode. The Androids Dungeon and Baseball Card Shop. That's the name of a uh, comic book guy's store. I only say that because uh, we get that question at trivia all the time. And uh, chances are you will it too at some point. And at that point, you will thank me. You're welcome. That was a preemptive you're welcome. So all I ask is that you carry out your end of the bargain when that question comes up. Much obliged. hear you say life's taking you nowhere Angel. Come Come, the baby Look at that sky, life's begun Lights are warm and the days are young Come, brother, baby This might be the lost, that's soul. What's something am you save a little soul Go. Go. All right, that's it. That brings us uh, to the end of the first Bazooka podcast. I want to thank uh, Kyle Mayer for coming on and talking about The Walking Dead. Thank you to Christina Martin for being my announcer and letting me make her say things over and over and over again. Uh, But mostly, I want to thank you for listening. I'll be back soon with another installment. And until then, please visit bazookaluka.com. You can follow me at bazookaluka on Twitter. And uh, I leave you with some uh, Grinder Man, Palaces of uh, Montezuma. Enjoy! Well,
0: the hang-ons of Babylon, Miles Davis, the Black unicorn I give to you. The palaces of Montezuma, the gardens of Akbos II, I give to you. The spider goddess and needle boy, the slave dwarves that they employ, I give to you. A
1: custard-colored super dream of Ollie McGraw and Steve McQueen, I give to you.
0: Come on, baby, let's get out of the car. Your
1: precious love for me Thank you for listening to the Bazooka Luca podcast. Welcome to the Bazooka Luca podcast. <laughs> I hate you.